the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer? It's a well, beautiful day here at the nursery. Well, it is pretty. Only one cloud it, in this the This person agrees with you with a T-shirt on. And yeah, they're... Are you related to that person, man? No, However, I, today, look at me. No, I got my nice light. Yeah, uh, I can't see you short if you have no, shorts. No, I don't have shorts that. on. <laughs> there was a guy here yesterday, and it was cooler yesterday, who had shorts on. He's running around the nursery. <laughs> that oh, sun at, is deceptive. A cute, oh, cute little guy with a parka on over there. <laughs> All right. Well, give us a call and tell us what's going on. Be a part of the show at 210-308-8867. Make sure you're with us at 1 o'clock. When David Rodriguez will join us. That's exciting. I did, though. Listen to me. Listen to my voice. See how excited I'm getting? (laughs) David's going to call us, and we'll talk about the upcoming uh, seminar. And Jerry has some questions on forum that David may not want (laughs) to answer. So if they want to get anybody wants to come out and go about uh, the... uh, This choice of the the fruit trees is on the board out there. Everything, Everything that's recommended is... Is available yeah. now. That's well, not always the case. Well, on wait a minute. They, ha- they haven't got. You see, you said just trays just won't. I'm go. just trying. I'm finding out of the ones that they haven't shipped. So no Red Baron. No. Yeah. Is that a yet issue or? We're not sure yet. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then there was two or three varieties of apples that were we oh. have sent back or we're in the process of sending back. Huh. Gosh, well, what, what, what were the varieties? Do you remember? I, well, so oh, weird. Uh, golden Delicious Dwarf and Golden Delicious Semi Dwarf, and then I don't remember the other variety. Our, golden our, Delicious Pretty Hot Chiller. Our our favorite uh, peach varieties are there, aren't they? Uh, Florida King and uh, pretty sure that one's there. La Valenciana. Pretty sure that one's there. Yeah. Good. June Gold. Pretty sure that one's there. Oh, <laughs> all right. What was your favorite? We were arguing about it last time. Red Baron was. The one Jerry always talked yeah, about. Yeah, but That's you had was you, did La you? Oh, La yours Lafayette. La 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 okay. Techstar. Okay. Uh, oh, that Techstar is a A and M variety. Are there I, any? Uh, is that I, the one I've a couple a years ago? Star. Star. How, how did looks I, good, how did but I, I have like that fruit one ever. <laughs> That's typical A and M stuff. I did, you know. I don't know, Trace. That's tree looks good. They sneak it up on you like that. That's how they. That's how they get you. But you got we got you're enjoying an A and M variety. Huh? Oh, the the good all the good oh. blackberry varieties. Oh there. yeah, Kawa. I, I think he ordered Eric Kawa. They had, didn't you? Um, 
pretty close. And, and even the one <laughs> gallons yeah, is kind of cool. And yeah. I've checked them, and they've got thorns. So that so means they're Kiowa. Okay. I was wondering what he was doing. Explained that there was a a scandal years ago about uh, fondling the trees. So he grabs a hold of the branch, pulls <laughs> it, wow. and then if he sees blood, ah, he knows yeah, he's good. Blood. <laughs> it's not as bad let, as let, it, let him do that to Brazos. Yeah, it's not as bad as Brazos, but uh, that's the little, little thorns on it because Brazos is his mother. The mother of a cow. Well, uh, if you've had good cute. luck, if you've had good luck with Brazos, uh, you have good luck with the Kiowa. Yeah. Everybody Plus has good it luck would with taste, Brazos. Taste, <laughs> it's taste much better. Yeah, that's kind of exciting. Yeah, where would I plant it? Can you do it in a container or no? It really needs to go in the ground. Well, I've grown we've, we've got I've a dog in a hanging basket. I'm going what? to. I'm going to assume that you have a fence line. We do, but the dog runs into the fence line because the dog well, on the do other it. side we'll of the fence we'll line. We'll only do it once. <laughs> this dog, I don't know. Maybe you need a thornless variety. Then. Uh, <laughs> maybe so. Well, I can get a Brazos. What, okay. they, what they do, the Brazos or Kiowa, they'll, they'll last in that, uh, they'll grow outside that yeah. I bet you can get away with a whiskey barrel. That's what I was thinking. I'd do the whiskey barrel. I yeah, think. that'll work. And that's not, I don't have to do the half sphagnum. That's the tip blue. And no. The that's, yeah, that's a blueberry. Okay. So. Blackberries are extremely tolerable to any condition. Oh, blackberries are good for you. Now, raspberries are not. They're not good for you? Not. Especially when they don't produce anything He's referring to them being hard to grow. But he'll he'll be happy to know that they didn't ship my raspberries. They didn't ship it? No. Or at least not as of yet. Dorman. Dorman Red is the one that... Well, people that's, kinda, that's the one that was coming. You don't yeah. think he had anything to do with that? He, he, he might have. No. <laughs> Norman Red <laughs> is from my alma mater. He's, he's, Mississippi out, State. he's out there at night with that uh, brush killer spraying. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, everybody, everybody wants to grow raspberries. Yeah, they we've had that. years we fooled with that. But, uh, so will Dorman the, Red work? Huh? Dorman, Dorman, Dorman Red. Or Dorman? D O R M A N. Dorman. Dorman Red. Okay. That was a old professor at Mississippi State. And uh, the building that I worked in and got my master's from is named Dorman Hall. So they named the raspberry after him. I, I don't know if he had any. I imagine he helped develop it. Is it still standing? Oh yeah. Okay. Just but you it. notice it had to do, the, the, <laughs> it's been a while. Had n- nothing to do with the taste or anything. It, would ha- it was related to the building. It, yeah, and it just had. It w- it was the only raspberry that would have raspberries. Oh. But the problem was, I tried it, to it's, grow it. It's not the quality of raspberry that people from the north are used yeah. to. Yeah. You you you, you kind of look are looking around <laughs> for the. <laughs> the raspberries like you're used to, and uh, and it don't taste very good. I mean, it doesn't it taste t- as good as the ones that are grown like, in the tastes north. Tastes like the Brussels, uh, <laughs> blackberries. <laughs> but anyway, it was a raspberry, and it would uh, it pretty. do pretty well down here. So okay, so for the most success, we know blackberries, blueberries. If you modify the soil, no, yes. yeah. What raspberries doesn't sound no. like okay. Are you wanting easy, Milton? No, no, I'm just kind of, okay. uh, we get a lot of calls about berries and stuff, and dewberries. 
Uh, There's another berry that people like that we. Uh, it's in we the middle there. You don't there have dewberries, do you? I, uh, they weren't available, but I believe oh. there's one called Austin Dewberry that. Yeah, yeah. Can function here no problem. Okay. And remember, there used to be a Kopf, uh, Kopf, Hoffman Dewberry. Is that the same Hoffman? Yeah. Our like Hoffman. The, the chili? The Hop, Hoffman. Okay. Hoffman. The strawberries? But. <laughs> okay. But you, you can't get them. Oh, okay. But uh, the uh, uh, the interesting thing about those dewberries, uh, Baxter Adams, uh, who started the uh, fruit stand in in uh, Divine, uh, he had a had a uh, overhang kind of like like these hoop hoop houses mm-hmm. that we got over the plants out here, but it was tall enough to walk through. And uh, he had dewberries planted on both sides of those. He put some wire up there, and uh, chicken wire, I guess. And uh, that the dewberries grew over that hoop. Uh, the problem that people have with dewberries is they grow on the ground. I mean, they grow flat on the ground, whereas uh, blackberries upright. So would they get in the way of my cat's claw, huh? <laughs> well, that'd be, I, I don't think they could compete with Cat's Club. But, uh, so, will David talk about all the berries? Yeah. I'm sure he will. All right. <laughs> we'll have to. Do you have on the, I remember you talked about something out there that had the QR code. Oh, we're working on that. So, okay. Yeah. Um, so, all the, the flyers that we normally print. Right. For everybody to to uh, to look at, like fruit trees, roses, uh, the citrus. They're, we're getting QR codes so that if Good. they don't want to take a piece of paper, yeah, they can take that with them and uh, help the environment. We no, won't. That's, we, a, that's a win-win. We won't have to print, and you got nice color pictures of everything. Yeah, and they can just people like that. So that's good. Scan. They scan it. Scan the barcode. Yeah. Well, it's, it's yeah. It's not really a barcode. It's a per se. It's, it's a, a fuzzy looking code. I'll it's a square you code. Yeah. But it's uh, on every plant. No, 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 no. No, it's although just we're working towards that. <laughs> we're, we're not there yet. Okay. Gosh, yeah, so we got to be careful, Jerry, because we yeah. we will put the barcode on there. and We'll get a cup of coffee instead of the plant. You know that <laughs> we want. I want to be sure y'all. Uh, <laughs> I don't think your phone is capable. Oh, yeah. Jerry. No. I, I want you to be sure that it works on my phone. Wow, what is it? That is so cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's so, uh, that 1992 is calling, and they want their phone back. Uh, they want back. their phone back. Yeah, did you see that slogan on his phone? No, I didn't. 20th century technology uh. today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a good fun. I have fun with this flip phone. Cause, uh, yeah. Can the, you? Do- the doctor's always trying to give me some newfangled deal. And, oh. Uh, read, 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 checks my blood and uh, attitude and everything else. Oh, uh, let them go through the whole spiel of how good this instrument is, and then I pull out my flip phone. I said, "Where is it? Where do you install it on this?" And they said, "Forget it and walk uh, out the door." That's so a good way to turn the doctor. So on. when you come into the 21st century, come so, back to the office. So they all know you by uh, by sight. <laughs> flip phone. Yeah, <laughs> you're the flip phone man. Flip phone yeah. and uh, uh, a chicken. They're trying chick- to, oh, they're they're try to wean me off Kane's chicken. Yeah, they're not winning that battle either. Someday, yeah. There's. <laughs> the, however, if Kane's and I bet they do have an app, 
that would get you discounts on I your bet chicken. They do. You think yeah. I can get it on my phone? No, man, you're missing out. Uh. <laughs> you're missing out on savings on canes. I'll take Jeremy over there. He's got that. Uh, I don't know. He may not. I don't think he wants you to have canes. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We mentioned that David will be here next Saturday from 10 to 1130, free. Uh Adult Maybe seminar. after we get through with him today, he might not come back. He'll still come. He'll, he'll just be he'll, here. he'll just leave before he talk, has talked to you. <laughs> yeah, he's he's <laughs> used to us. No matter what the weather. Years. Yeah. Uh, he still calls you sir, which is interesting. Yeah, and then yeah, the um, there's a very good chance it'll be in the greenhouse. Oh, you think? I thought the weather was good. Thirty. It depends on what time it actually warms up. I thought the high is like 63. I got 36 to 65. Okay, so probably 36 in the morning and then. Yeah. Okay, well, that was my point was if the weather is too cold, they'll move it to the greenhouse. Yep. And so come on out. You don't need a reservation. Uh, you don't need any to sign up for anything. You just come on out. Uh, well, what a, what a Saturday it would be if you gave blood and went yeah. to Dennis, uh, David's presentation. Take, took a look at some of the plants we're talking about, those fruit tree plants. Do we have the it's blood lady come calling today? No, she hasn't returned my call yet, but I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, so. Um, Who's that? The our, our blood drive lady. Oh. But okay. Yeah, we're, <laughs> so. But did we'll, she, we'll, they, we'll did she check to see if Jerry was here? Is that why she uh, went? And yeah, I want to talk to her about the, that survey you have to take. Uh, see yeah, that may be why she stopped calling. Uh, is he still pursuing <laughs> the South Africa thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which I thought I noticed how she changed. He changed that a little bit when she said, "And my father's a big fan of y'all. He's right there." Oh, well, let's talk about the need for blood. Let's <laughs> <laughs> stop talking about the survey. Uh, and he, he actually, his her father does listen to the show. He would have understood mm-hmm. my question. I don't know. Well, in that case, he uh, he can call her and uh, have yeah. her call in. Have, have her call in, pops. Uh, On that phone, yeah. <laughs> 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. But, yeah, so let's see. And that starts at 10, goes till 3. You you can be a walk-up for that, too. But I encourage you, and I think uh, if you if you miss the, the thing, just come. But otherwise, go to uh, MillbergerNursery.com. There's a link that you can register at. Uh, and that's that's your best bet. Uh, but so I don't I, want to discourage so I, you. I hear that yeah. they're actually having to cancel some elective surgeries and stuff to make yeah. sure that they have uh, yeah, yeah. blood for any anything serious that it's happens. The, it's the yeah, it's least, least supply they've ha- ever had. Was it's a, the track the city has actually declared a state of emergency for blood supplies. So. And we know you all have it in you. Uh, uh. I think I took that from them at one point. Uh, <laughs> we'll just, just, just claim it until, uh, right, just, until just the lawyer's mine, letter mine. gets if, here. If, if, uh, if you don't have it in you, we'll know right away. Yeah. Well, what else, Trey? So we <laughs> mentioned that. We'll keep talking about that throughout the show because we want it to be a big success. Well, we got there are a lot of people, though, that, too, that's, I'm sorry, Calvin, that do that because you'll, you'll see the same people here each quarter, uh, which is great. That's great. They get the little gift certificate from mm-hmm. you guys. Yes, they do. And... Um, do you remember the amount off the top of your head? I don't. Okay. <laughs> it, it looks like, Trace, that we're starting to get uh, some of the uh, oh, the plants, the base uh, plants like the Yopon holly and the 
the other hollies, or is that just they've been in the corners before and now they're uh, they, they Those came in last week. So we oh, okay, the things good. that can take cold are what we're bringing in now. Yeah. So, you know, fruit trees, shade so, trees. Uh, dwarf dwarf small crepe, holly. Small crepe myrtles. Holly. The big crepe myrtles are coming in. Both those, uh, the small ones should be in this week. The bigger ones will start the first week of February. Um, and they'll be properly labeled, right? They, the, theoretically. There you go. Well. Uh, let's see what else. Um, I know whiskey barrels, they got pushed to this week. Yeah. Then then we'll start in on the, the woody shrubs and actually filling the bed instead of just having a sample of things. Uh, so we're about uh, some stuff out of Houston coming next, uh, coming the week of the second, whatever, whenever that is. And uh, that'll start to get us back into business on things like India hawthorn and uh, roses and a few other things. Yeah. Did you... Did you put the citrus in in the greenhouse, or is that all of the citrus right there? So that is a sample of everything that we have. Oh, okay. And then everything else is in the greenhouse. Okay, good. I mean, it, it shouldn't have gotten cold enough. Now, there's a little bit of wind damage from when we yeah. didn't have it covered, but the plants are uh, quite quite uh, in uh, good shape. Oh, yeah, they're pretty. Yeah, it's been, uh, the, the cold has been strange because it, didn't strike me as being cold enough to have any damage. Yeah. But there's but that wind. Lots of, yeah. I um, don't every, everything I saw was from the cover stuff actually flopping back down and hitting the top's branches. So. Really? Yeah. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, coming up on 930 a.m. This is the answer. Burgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer. All right. Uh, again, I always want to tell you about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control because these guys do a terrific job of keeping those pests out of your house, uh, whether it's roaches or rats or scorpions, whatever you've got bugging you. Maybe it's the uh, early spring or late fall and uh, in summer you've got mosquitoes. They've got the Care mosquito trapping system. But that's the cool thing about Spider-Man. And the funny thing is, you know, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Um, they are, are thorough. They uh, had uh, someone that they, they were trying to figure out because they were, they were treating for mosquitoes. But the mosquitoes, you know, they, they weren't getting rid of them. So it was like, okay, well, so there's something wrong. And Warren Remy, Spider-Man himself, went and, and found and they said, that, you know, the, they looked for all the stuff. They got all the standing water, everything out. And he found a pot that was just moist. Just, just it was just there. There wasn't water in the bottom, but the whole thing on the top was just, just soaked. And he said, "Well, that's where it's coming from." And sure enough, they fixed that problem, and the mosquito problem got better with the Into Care uh, system. So, my point is that they really are going to make sure that you are happy, uh, and that what you want to be gone is gone when you call Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, two one zero. 
Twenty-one, but go online at GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com. Oh, Trace is walking up with a blue <laughs> piece of paper. This makes me nervous. Don't you have compassion for those cute little mice and rats outside? No, because because when shivering they, in the cold. Let me ask you: You still have that same compassion when they've eaten through wires in your <laughs> attic, and it's going to cost you five thousand dollars to fix that? No. How's not your compassion so much. level at that point? Uh-oh, what did we do wrong? Uh-oh. I don't know. We'll talk. We'll talk about the break. Okay. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What is the deal with the you? You in the blue? I don't know. It just made me nervous. <laughs> All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Do you want to do you want to let them go and talk to me, or you want to just wait until the next break? No, this is yeah. This is, we're waiting until <laughs> the next break. Okay. All right. The, so uh, give us. Did we, did we, we mention the geraniums? You no, know, no, we didn't. That's a good one. Because <laughs> uh, you know they're backing up, or we're facing out there uh, all the plant displays, and we're surrounded by the geraniums, when, and. Uh, Really, every color you can think of, and this is the kind of weather that geraniums prosper. Yeah, they love this. These are the Fantasia series. And yeah. so what does that mean? So they perform better when it gets warm. Not still not wonderful, but better than every other geranium. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And there's two that stand out more so than any, and that's uh, strawberry swizzler and strawberry sizzle. 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 Yeah. I was close. <laughs> swizzler. Is this a guy a drinking guy or what? Nah. I'm you thinking see. steaks. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was the other one? Was it He's on a diet. Uh, Violet? Violet. It didn't have a fancy name. I think it was just Violet. Yeah, it was just okay. Violet. Kind of and, yeah. uh, that's the one that was the most heat tolerant. But uh, the, the, the Swizzler is the is the most popular, though. Yeah, for the ladies. For the it's colors. just colorful and festival. Well, I remember, um, I think uh, Paul was still was talking about him. Paul Cox was still doing the show um, when they first came out, and he was bragging on the fact that he he didn't have to protect them in a shady place during the summer. He went through this whole ritual to protect the geraniums. And he you sure that's Paul Cox? I thought it was. All, all I know is if my wife can summer one over and it's blooming its little head off right now, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's got to be Milton-proof. Uh. Yeah, I've had them. I've had them for a while, actually. I think... We finally lost them. I forget what it was that 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 caused them to go. It may have been too well, much water. You maybe forgot them in your trunk of your car. Well, that that, that happens occasionally. Well, <laughs> but of course, there's never any room in a trunk of a car. No, no. Well, well I've you could. I've you got the truck, so I can I <laughs> see them every time. You can dry them down pretty good too. They're kind of like a cactus. How about they're overwatering them? I think that may have been. Yeah, you may have had a rain You can spell. rot them off. Really. That's what happened to my August Beauty gardenias. And they do, the, my brother proved so that sad. they don't take 20, 20 degrees. Is that right? For very long. But they he was but sure they, a scientist. They do, they do tolerate a lot of uh, summer. You know, we we still recommend you put them into a morning sun or a less situation. But you don't have to immediate jump and immediately do it. Was when mm. the temperatures I, get up. Ideal there. is a movable pot. That way, when it's cold, you can move it in. That's a good idea. When it's too hot, you can back it off into more shade. And they, uh, and how, I, fi- how I find they do perform pretty well in the summer. They time. do. How much uh, space will they eventually take up? Right now, they're in the number one pod, or how big are they? They're in a six-inch. Six-inch pod. Okay, so how how big a pot would you put them in? One plant, probably yeah. a 
10, 12 inch pot. Okay, and it would so it would grow that. Okay. So I'm trying to think if you did a little. So if you did like one of your whiskey barrels, you'd probably put two to three in there. Uh, if I was just doing geraniums, I'd put three. Three. If okay. I was doing, I'd probably put a geranium in the middle and something. Oh. Kind of floppy on the outside. You could do. What's the one? Is it alyssum? But that's winter. You could, yeah. But isn't there a summer alyssum too? There, there is. Although it, we didn't have it last year, okay. but that's okay. <laughs> uh, I think my favorite is uh, snow and summer Asian jasmine. Hmm. So that's why uh, is it called snow and summer? I'm gonna go look it up because it's yeah, uh, white and okay, that's pink variegations through the leaf. I'm looking it up. Snow and summer Asian jasmine. Asian jasmine. And you have those. Uh, if I don't, I have them on that February okay. Oh, look at shipping. that. <laughs> wow. That's cool. There's a, a picture here I'll show you guys. Uh, someone's done their whole bed in them, and it does. Looks like as soon as the picture comes up. Come on, Google. You can do it. <laughs> Who's a good Google? Here, I'll, I'll pass the picture around. Yeah, they're pretty. Yeah. Yeah, we, we believe you guys. <laughs> See? Look at that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Can you see it? Oh yeah. Yeah, Google that. <laughs> as I as oh, I thank you. <laughs> <laughs> as I was walking in, I was noticing the very big array or display of uh, stocks of a uh, flock of uh, stock stock. Yeah. Yeah. I was Milton and I were talking <laughs> about them too over yeah, there. Yeah. Did you notice anything? Important, especially about those things. Well, knowing you and know, and them, I would think that you counted the number of plants in each container. There was no, no doubles in there. Oh, oh, really? They pay people that bought all the doubles. Uh, most of the doubles were white. So, uh, the you'd think that somebody would develop some complete double, all the double. And the Japanese have been working on that for years, 20 or 30 years. And, uh, but th they've improved the amount of number of doubles uh, per, I guess they grow from seed. They grow from seed, yeah. They're and tough to grow from seed. Well, I mean the commercial yeah. people grow from seed. I've, try I've tried it too because it, it was so hard to get the old-fashioned ones. Mm -hmm. So I go, well, heck. I'll just grow some of those <laughs> so my favorite varieties from seed. Yeah. But Speaking of no growing dice. things from seed, yes. when will we start planting spring and summer seeding things that you could grow from seed? Like what? I don't know. We green just, beans? We just wanna, no, no, like flowers. Well, we don't plant a lot of zinnias. I know. Okay. March. We could plant zinnias in March. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, it's kind of rushing it, but but they yeah they they'll start coming up if it's been a mild winter. They'll start sprouting. Because yeah. I guess yeah, just get the transplants. Most of the veggies that people like, they have y'all have the transplants. Yes, or we'll have it. Yeah. Well, even zinnias, you know, if you uh, the, some of the best ones are the are the hybrids that are yeah you know, at the transplants. Yeah, There's I a certain amount of fun just growing things from seed. It's kind of like ooh. I'm still waiting for my poppies to come up. Oh, I got a picture. Really? <laughs> well, you want to you want oh, to you want to grow something from seed. Get yourself some uh, larkspur. Ooh. There you go. 
Yeah. Then you can get a machete and you go. Why is, yeah, why, is, why is Jerry they, laughing? They are quite lovely, so don't let them. I like them. Don't let them uh, I don't think, make fun I, of it. I don't think you were part of the conversation when Laura went to uh, Colorado for a uh, convention one time. She brought me back a little packet of uh, wildflowers, Colorado wildflowers. And so I made my own little cauliflower wildflower patch uh, in, a, in a container. And Larkspur was the most successful thing in that. Uh, <laughs> they were shocked that it didn't come back, but it didn't. Did you, have you no, ever? Wait a minute, did it go back, did it go to, did it flower? Yeah. Did it make seed? I presume it did. I Usually after them. the flower they make seed. Yeah, I didn't pick That's, it. It just. That could okay. be one, uh, one, a different selection. I yeah, would. it's one of those Colorado Larkspur. Yeah. You know, uh, have you, did you ever try to grow the uh, blue curl? Mm-mm. Well, well, we'll try to get you some of those those seed. Okay. What am I doing wrong with my poppies that I s- threw out all over the yard? I did the whole John Thomas thing. I was feeding the chickens. I was. Oh, uh, with Greg's poppy, maroon poppy? Yeah. I, I don't think they grow in people's <laughs> yard that have went to UT. Well, we're, but we're, maybe it's because I planted them. Laura went to A&M, so. Oh. So half of them should have come up? Half of them at least should have come up, yeah. <laughs> okay. 210 well, you, you had them come up the first year, didn't you? I had the ones. Oh, tra- uh, yeah, yeah, transplants? Yeah, the transplants. Okay. That they said weren't really maroon. Huh. Which is okay with me. I like them anyway. They were more. Uh, he liked the red. They were more red raider red, I guess. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven and toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Got three people on the porch ready to talk gardening with you. So give us a call. Uh, what else you got there? You want to make fun of Neil Sperry? <laughs> No, Neil, we we pretty well finished Neil off yesterday about the, uh, and he was very diplomatic about how to replant cactus. The person wrote in and said that that uh, they have a sentimental attachment to ca- this cactus. How can I save it? And he just showed a little picture. Yeah, the cactus. Uh, it's it's funny when we have uh, visitors. I used to give tours uh, to vegetable growers uh, groups uh, down here, and I did the same thing when I first came down here. Went down to to Carrizo Springs, and uh, where they got cactus, uh, prickly pear cactus, all over the place, mm-hmm. all over the place. And when I I had never seen that much cactus before. And this happens also with these tour groups, and so uh, people uh, people always say, as I did, "Can I have a cutting of that? Can I can I get some of that to take home?" I said, "Yeah." And so, please, <laughs> me having gone through that, <laughs> yeah, I said, "Well, absolutely yes," and I go out and get a pad of it, just one pad of it. And uh, I put it in your uh, compartment that has your underwear in there, and uh, then then uh, it be, it'll fly go on the airline real good that way. Then when you get home, wait till it warms up and then plant it out for you. 
You're a mean, mean man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and we opened the doors to the bus and let them go out there in that thick cactus and help themselves. And some of them come back. Some of them get lost and never <laughs> show oh. back up. But all of them that put it in their underwear compartment remember the trip to Texas forever. I bet. Um, speaking <laughs> of plants and sentimental attachments, can I brag on Mary a second? This sure. has been a long time. I don't know. Uh, we, we had a, uh, a client who was at the station, and uh, his uh, mother had passed away, and she had, and I forget what plant. I bet you Mary even remembers what plant it was. He had a plant, and he had a sentimental attachment to it because it was in her, his mother's, <laughs> and she cared for it a great deal. And, but he was not having as much luck. And uh, Mary, who works here at the nursery, she sat, he, I suggested he come talk to you guys, and he did. And she sat down with him, and she, uh, they, they created a plan to save this thing and get it to come back. <laughs> I mean, they were serious. And, uh, you know, and he, would, uh, and he did, and every time he came in, Mary would be like, how's it doing? How's your plant? She would remember him, and, so, and the plant did come back, so their plan worked. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, so there's there's lots of reasons to have sentimental attachments to, to plants because they belong to someone else. Like no Are jury. you going to tell us what kind of plant it is? I wish I could remember. Oh. I bet you Mary, we'll have to ask Mary when she comes back around because uh, I bet you she remembers. <laughs> but um, Probably she Yeah, but she was, uh, that was nice. I, he, he was always very impressed. He, every <laughs> time he saw me, every time he came up to the station to record a commercial, Oh, I went by Millburgers last weekend, and Mary saw me, and she was asking me how it was going. I was telling her it's going great, going great. <laughs> so she was ready to help per, in case he had more problems. Touch, yeah. The uh, Mary's also also the one that's uh, one of the staff members that works most on the uh, certified butterfly garden. Mm. Yeah, really enthusiastic about it. That's another thing if you're uh, coming to the nursery to check that that out because it gives you. An idea of you, a good-looking garden, a good-looking planting that also is very effective at uh, attracting the butterflies, including the monarchs. So Lupita is the one that actually takes care of it. Mary, oh, Mary, okay. Mary just goes in and trims stuff. She is that, who groom, is that? She Peter? grooms it? Lupita. Oh, Lupita. oh okay. Huh. And am I correct? I, I don't know if you can see it. Does it have lots of butterflies on the uh, butterfly vine? On the butterfly vine? I don't know. It's got a lot of... Uh, yeah, brown pods up there. So. Yeah, that's it. Okay, and it's a, it's a great place to take a picture of that well, because it's on, it's on a, a what do you call that a trellis or a arbor? Yeah, or arbor. and people are always amazed because the but the, the, the today there probably aren't going to be a lot of butterflies on it, but the minute the sun comes out, oh you know, yeah, the butterflies are back here mm -hmm. in, in Texas. Oh, found a poor butterfly that looked like Jerry had whispered to it Wait a minute. yesterday Yesterday morning when it was cold. It was just sitting on the cement trying to, uh, so I moved it into the grass. But well, I, I, I saw him the other dying. day was, was uh, whispering to a monarch telling it he didn't know if it'd make it back, but it should, it needed to take off just in case. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was nice, huh? All right, 210-308-8867. It's time for another break, 210-308-8867. And toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 a.m. The Answer. 
and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. Excuse me. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What are some things that will start coming in, too? You mentioned in the next couple of weeks. The small crepe myrtles should show up yeah. this week. Okay. The whiskey barrels did not show last week, so, oh, so they this will week be showing this, this week. Um, and then we're going to start with the shrubs, the hardier shrubs in on uh, the February, the week of February 1st or 2nd, whatever that okay. is. Um, Where do the whiskey barrels come from? Well, most of them have little stapled paper tags that say Jack Daniels. Yeah. yeah. All right, Tennessee. But I do have some full whiskey barrels. Uh, well, not, well, not full of <laughs> full, yeah, not full yeah. of whiskey. Yeah, was, you were, people but, were driving; they were running to their car down. But <laughs> but with full size, not cut. Okay, okay. Um, and those are uh, the ones that are just generic or ninety nine ninety nine. And then we've got some with the logo of the whiskey manufacturer uh, painted on. It's pretty cool looking. Mm. I think it's Devil's Creek or Devil's something. Uh, and the ones with the logo are one thirty nine ninety nine. Okay, there are some years that I've walked by them, and you can. Well, you know. so again, these were local. So you know, if I were to try to get them full from where the where the Jack Daniels comes from, a full would be two hundred two hundred or better. Oh wow! So this is a pretty good deal, and uh, we're supporting a local yeah whiskey manufacturer <laughs> semi <laughs> semi local. We always talk about what you can do with the halves, and Calvin likes not only the. The troughs, horizontal halves, <laughs> yeah. the ones, yeah, the ones that look more like a trough. Yeah, those, um, are, those are coming. Good. What do you do with the full ones? What would I do with the full one? What do um, people do with the full? Uh, one? All right. Well, Peter, Trees? Peter got one, and uh, he tapped it to put a keg in, oh. uh, and so he could use a keg. <laughs> uh, I've seen people take that epoxy, different colors, and swirl it. Are on the top and make a table out of it. No. Oh. Uh, my future son-in-law made a table out of a half, although the halves don't hold together as well as a full without oh, moisture in them or okay. plants. I actually grew uh, when I started growing container plant, plants in containers. I actually used uh, full full book uh, whiskey barrel, full oh. size whiskey barrel. The only problem I had was uh, you to get the water to be distributed evenly from top to bottom uh, when you water it. So what I what I did to solve that problem is put a core of uh, loose gravel in the center. Put a core in there. Put. Uh, a hardware cloth, make a hardware cloth circle. Oh. About uh, four or five inches wide, long, wide. Put it down the middle, fill it full of uh, uh, like rocks or rock something thing. something that would conduct a lot of water. And then uh, fill it full of potting mix. Of course, drill holes in the side and the bottom. And... Uh, I don't know if I got those pictures on the plantanswers.com uh, or not, but I, I, the most of the spectacular one I ever grew was fill, filled with uh, uh, petunias, ground of lower petunias. And uh, <laughs> I had uh, coasters 
on the bottom, attached to the bottom, heavy-duty coasters. And uh, I would roll it. I would plant. I would have it right outside my garage door. And then when bad weather would come that would damage it, I'd roll it in the garage on those coasters. Couldn't Uh, pick it up. Some other uses I've seen. uh, Rain barrel. Real easy to turn into a rain barrel, and then you can cut the little spigot in the bottom and and tap it that way with with rainwater. That's kind of cool. It's decorative. Uh, And then on Pinterest, I saw somebody who actually made the table. That's where I got the table idea. But they did something to four of them and turned them into chairs. They took, like, the top lid and they reinforced it, put it down further, and cut it out. So it was like a high-back chair. Huh. Oh. Do y'all <laughs> put uh, uh, water in them when they come in? The halves. The halves, sure. Right. Right. The, full, the full ones, no. They, they, they're banded where they're not going to come apart. Right. But the halves you do. Please. The halves we do, uh, definitely. The ones that, that Calvin likes, uh, those are banded a little different yeah. as well, so we don't have to put water in those. Yeah, I remember when they first came on the market. Uh, guess that's dating me, too. Uh, that's That's been over 40 years ago. And uh, <laughs> I remember there was a small nursery uh, upstart nursery out on Bandera Highway that I used to d- uh, deal with all the time. And uh, he got his first shipment of whiskey barrels in. And so I stopped in there after work in the afternoon. And I said, what you been doing all day? He said, emptying these damn barrels out. Uh, you know, they, they came with water in them. And I said, "Don't do that." <laughs> I said, "What you got? You know what you're gonna do tomorrow? Fill them up. Fill them. Put some water back in them, because that keeps them tight. In other words, keeps the wet wood moist and wet, and they're not uh, they're not attached to those bands. Uh, so the the uh, the, uh, the uh, layers will come loose. The uh, Planks will come loose. Uh, we've, we've had to do that jigsaw puzzle before. Oh, oh yeah. So we learned our lesson. Uh, so <laughs> as soon as the as soon as the truck comes in, we uh, will separate a couple people off, and we go ahead and separate them all right then and there, and put some water in them so we don't have to play a jigsaw puzzle. There you go. And right. and when they dry out, Milton, if you ha- you have them stacked and ready to sell, like. Like Trey does out front here, and you haven't put water in them in about what did it take a month, maybe a little less. Depends on how hot it is. Yeah, uh, you'll have a pile of lumber out there, not mm. near any barrel, whiskey barrel. So, gotta keep them wet, moist. Okay. I don't think it's quite that quick. Uh, or you don't think it t- takes that? It's that quick. And like uh, Trey said, it's been on how hot it is. Yeah, because you can. But it is an issue. It's an well, issue. If we leave the pallets where we don't touch them yeah. for more than a couple of weeks, there's always slats that start falling yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And then you got to figure out which slat came out of which barrel. Because <laughs> if you get the wrong size, then then you've got two or three that you can't put back together right. <laughs> 
and eventually all the slacks will come out. Is it all kept away? So issue. Yeah, the 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 uh, half, the horizontal halves are much yeah. easier. Well, they've got those. Uh, ba- they've got those uh, anchored, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. I I know. I've tried. I've tried with the halves always to kind of brace them, but yeah. the water the water is the key. Uh, once, once you put soil in them, use them, and, and there's no issues. Yeah, they be okay. Get four or five years out of it before the bottom <laughs> rots off. But I grew some pretty good stuff in those full barrels. Uh, especially after, at, guess, guess what the magic ingredient was, Nathan? Water? Osmocote. Osmocote. Uh, copious amounts? Copious amounts. Okay. Strawberries <laughs> really work well in Yeah, the, I was thinking strawberries. Yeah, yeah strawberries. I grew strawberries. Of course, strawberries were the first thing I grew in there. And they did pretty good. I had some. Uh, pictures of uh, strawberries hanging down from those barrels. I have to look out. I know I had back, back in those days, they probably gave you the barrels for free. Well, they, they were they, they were very did. reasonable. Yes. I, right. I think that at one time they became a nuisance to the people that the whiskey people that uh, had them. Uh, probably. And uh, oh, you remember. Uh, Talking Who about became a getting nuisance? something free. The whiskey barrels came became a. They couldn't get oh. rid of them fast enough as, after they emptied uh, them. Okay. So yeah. you know what else? They, you remember when they couldn't get rid of uh, pecan shells? Yeah, right. Yeah. Gosh, they were just. Now, now they're like <laughs> gold. Po- pokey gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I, good for barbecue and. Uh, gosh, they were nice. They were good nice for keeping nice, cats out of your nice flower bed. <laughs> you put an inch layer of that in your flower bed, uh-huh. and the cat won't want to walk on it. Much yeah. less nice, nice small. But what we'll we'll walk on it is fire ants and squirrels. Oh, and the deer, yeah. 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 <laughs> the deer, the deer. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I, I didn't have deer. The deer don't care. Oh, the deer are. They'll eat. The, yeah, might eat those holes. Oh, oh, trying to get pecan the pecans out of there. If they like an acorn, Milton. No, it's true. They no. might just eat uh, all the pecan shells. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Uh, Calvin, then this week in the garden said now that we've received some rain, and didn't, didn't you say, say some more rain's coming this week? Yeah, Monday, I think. Monday? Yeah. Tonight, maybe. Tomorrow. Okay. We expect the temperatures to moderate. The winter weeds will finally germinate. Finally, German. <laughs> Are you up. anxious to have winter weeds, <laughs> McAllen? Now, you, that <laughs> part, part of that issue is that they used a, an old article. Oh, is that right? <laughs> Keep them in control by mowing in the lawn. Use a string mower to sub, uh, in the shrub border. In many cases, the green lawn you are enjoying is rescue grass annual bluegrass and other attractive weeds you know attractive? blue blue bonnets are attractive oh, that's weeds. true mm-hmm. so what what i'm hearing is it's time <laughs> to go ahead and think about putting a pre-emergent out well yeah i guess it is is it pre-emergent that's good uh, for but grass burrs for any, sounds like for anything huh no <laughs> i don't know i think it's I mean, early I, march Let's see. Depends on, to me, it depends on the weather. End of January to middle of March, but if yeah. we don't have stuff germinating. I always target March 1st for the 
sandburrs. Yeah. yeah. Crab but uh, these, a lot of the weeds that you people are going to be seeing, uh, have already germinated, and we're just making that rosette, uh, that little small plant, developing a root system to where it'll shoot up. Yeah. Now our, our uh, course our go-to herbicide that we love so much is a weed-free zone. And let's see, what's the temperatures on that? 40, 40 to 85. So I could use it today, right? Yeah, it should. This week, we're all above 40 every day, I think. Yeah. And so and I, uh, I've had a couple of inquiries about that. Their rescue grass and... Yeah, weeds have been were affected by this cold weather, mm -hmm. so they were kind of cheering and everything. <laughs> and then, but uh, one of the one of the gardeners said, uh, "Maybe maybe should not be cheering because they'll be coming back up, won't yeah. they?" That's like maybe that. where you, you were getting that <laughs> yes. pre-emergent. No, and, that, and that's true. It could be coming back. I've up. not seen my beautiful annual bluegrass yet. I'm yeah, getting I'm really upset about it. I've seen a little bit, but not like like it was last year. So oh, beautiful! The, the rye grass is really. So we went and spread pre-emergent. You should know grass, about it. <laughs> rescue grass. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I miss my bluegrass, and uh, of course I told y'all last weekend uh, the uh, uh, my horse herb froze back pretty bad. So, uh, but I don't want. Uh, Evelyn, to, get Evelyn to lose hope oh, I don't because think it I shall rise again. I think Evelyn knows that. It's not that she's lost hope. <laughs> hey, 210-308-8867. we got to get you caught up with the news in just a second. Before we do, I want to remind you about deck and patio care. Again, if, if your patio is as gray as the sky is, then it's not the way it's supposed to look despite what Jerry says. And Barry Hagendorf <laughs> of deck and patio care can help you out with that. And he says, he says, he really can look new again. Uh, and you go to his website, deckandpatiocare.com, and you'll see it. You'll also see all the stuff that he does, including ceiling, deck repair and construction, pebble stone cleaning and ceiling, fence treatments, and much, much more. Barry's been doing this since the mid-'80s and is what I call a deck care nerd. He loves this stuff. Get him talking, and you'll learn more than you ever wanted to know, but it's amazing how much he knows about this stuff. Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf. 210-822-9147 or deckandpatiocare.com. Don't forget to go to millburgernursery.com to find out all about the upcoming blood drive that we've got going on next week. Uh, that's millburgernursery.com where you can uh, register uh, for it as well. Uh, you don't have to register. You can just come out. Uh, but, um, yeah, uh, the city has declared a state of emergency for uh the blood supply in San Antonio, so um, we're there, and this is a this is a good time to come on out and uh, support your South mm -hmm. Texas neighbors by donating blood. Um, you didn't make them do that, did you, Milton? No, declare they did the they, emergency. They did it on their own. You know yeah. how you say it's as an emergency every time. As Trace said, yeah, they're they're canceling elective surgeries and stuff. Um, yeah, so it's been a couple of articles in the paper. Yeah, it's it's pretty serious. You just have to go elected, elected surgery, elective, that elective surgery. Uh, that's not uh, politicians, is it? No, no, no. It's something they're not trying to kill the politicians. No, look, it? look it up when you get back. <laughs> and look up, look up South Texas. Look up San Antonio blood supply. Google that and do okay. news. And yeah, you'll 
Hey, when we come back, too, we'll learn about uh, that's next Saturday. David Rodriguez is going to be here next Saturday. All right, I'm so excited. From uh, 10 to 1130, talking about his upcoming seminar, Planting Fruit Trees. We'll talk to him right after. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. 210-308-8867. And guess who's online? Who could it be? It's David Rodriguez. Yes, it is. David's going to talk about his upcoming... uh, Planting Fruit Trees Seminar here at Millburgers. Hi, David. How are you? Hello. Happy New Year's, everyone. Hope Happy everyone's New Year doing well. You. I was hoping Jerry was uh, walked away for a second. I was hoping you'd be in because Jerry has got all kinds of questions for you. Oh, <laughs> so good, good. You may want to get off the phone quickly. Uh, hang up. Hang up right away. <laughs> yeah, just, just pretend you're dry. If you get a question you don't like, just do something like, oh, uh, my cell phone, I'm, I'm in a car, it's going into a tunnel right now. Just like uh, e- emails that he doesn't want to answer, delete. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, very suspicious. Hey, um, talk about the upcoming uh, seminar next week, 10 o'clock yes, to 1130 yes. at Millburgers. Yes, thank you. So uh, next Saturday we'll be live at the beautiful Millburgers uh, Landscape Nursery. So it's great to uh, start back and doing a live face-to-face talk. So there's uh, no need to RSVP. Just show up, bring a notebook, and uh a pan, your own chair if you have a comfortable um, outdoor chair that you prefer. And uh, we'll start right at 10. We'll conclude around 11.30. And, uh, you know, January February is a great time to get a lot of people interested in uh, fruit trees, you know, berries, grapes, and all that good edible crops like that. So we'll be going through an array of crops um, that have proven the test of time for uh, Central and South Texas, Millburgers carries such a great, great inventory, and they have a good selection, deep and good inventory right now. So we'll we'll talk about varieties, maybe trying a few different unique varieties, and how to select them, um, where to grow them, a little bit about training, and then uh, very heavily on maintenance, such as uh, weed management, pruning, nutrition, uh, pesticide, and then just uh, entertain questions and uh, get everyone involved, and hopefully uh, more folks will add to their uh, home uh, fruit orchard out there. Yeah, people really enjoy that. We, the calls we get, it's clear that that whether it's citrus or berries or whatever it is, it means a lot to people to grow their own fruit. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. So I'll ask you, David, are you going to be talking about blackberries? We'll be talking about blackberries, you know, um, the, the ones that have been grown for many year, years, besides the old-fashioned brazos like Kiowa and Roseboro, are bush types. You know, they bite you, they have the thorns on, but we'll, we'll basically talk a little bit about, like, Natchez and some of these uh, thornless vine varieties that we co- grow similar to, like, the grapes. So, yes, we will be covering blackberries. Well, so what do you think? They've told me that... Blackberries are Milton proof. Even I can grow them. You have well, an opinion? Yeah, you know, once you, you just have to know that when you're harvesting blackberries, the fruit, they're blackberries. They're not raspberries. You know, a lot of people, you know, they transition from that uh, red color to black, and a lot of people get confused. And uh, so they have to have a good sheen to them, a light, dull sheen, and then softness to them. And 
they're a lot of fun. You know, you just throw, uh, have a lo- uh, your long sleeve shirt on and maybe some utility <laughs> gloves because they, they will bite you if you're not careful. Yeah, that's what they've told me. Yes, <laughs> but, yes definitely. But they've said I can get the thornless ones that don't bite. No. No, don't Those get the thornless yeah, the, the, bu- the bush types wimps. are always more uh, better performers. Okay, the so types, yeah. they'll, they're better performers, and I'll have better war stories, gardening war stories to tell. <laughs> there we go. Uh, okay. We go. Yeah. You, might, you yeah. might even have some black bear bitter bugs to talk about. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah. They can taste the different apples. David, have you heard about the black bear bitter bugs that I explained to uh, Milton one time on the show? That she brought him fruit that tasted like that? No, he brought me a little uh, Ziploc uh, container full of blackberries that were moving. <laughs> Just give, give this to your mama. She'll love them. He's like, why are there bugs all? Oh, that's okay. No, no, it's like, no. Blackberry cobbler, there we go. Yeah, with protein now. I, to- I told him yeah, I, that they are bitter. Once they get on the berries, they uh, cause the berry to be bitter. There and that's why they call them black bear bitter bugs. Like a bitter bug, yeah. And if you so, eat them, if you accidentally <laughs> eat one, that really <laughs> explains why they call them black bear <laughs> bitter bugs. So David, we'll, we'll, you... be, we'll be adding like the earth kind type of fruit oh, trees. Good. You know, I would say blackberries, uh, figs, um, pears would probably be some of the, uh, and then you know, we're, we're going to do citrus later in the year, but so we'll very uh, cover citrus just a little bit so but it doesn't sound say, like you're going to do your uh, famous uh, alcohol uh, be- uh, berries and fruits like you used to yeah, do yeah we need we need to do a we need to do a wine class and a beer class sometime this year i think that would be a lot of fun do they make <laughs> blackberry <laughs> wine oh yeah, yeah you can make wine out of everything figs and blackberries and all that good stuff even watermelon. Dandelions. There's a song about uh, that. Watermelon. Strawberries. Everything, yeah. Young yeah. kids and watermelon. Old dogs. Old dogs. Children and watermelon. Uh, you, you got your your hops are here too, David. So you yeah, can. I saw. I was there uh, last week to see uh, Trace and Peter, and they got real good inventory. I think they've been selling the hops lines for the last couple of years, and they've been selling out. So it's been a real nice novelty uh, type of a plant that people are, are playing with too so yeah are you going to cover uh kiwis and gooseberries uh do they sell them there at milburn uh, yes, yes they, they do. do oh they have, do okay have you ever seen or eaten a gooseberry trey says um, they've had gar- they've had people who have bought them here that what have do you mean them now we've had the fruit and brought it we've back seen them and eaten some Except yeah. in Minnesota, <laughs> well, I know I know Tim Hartman, um, who just got his doctorate at the university. He's been working a lot with uh, David Creech over there in East Texas, and they have some um, genetics out of uh, China, the golden kiwis, and he's been somewhat pretty successful. But that trailing trellising system. For the weight of the vine and the fruit that they have to set up is cost more than what it does for uh, an acre of uh, a vineyard like grapes. So uh, they've had some success, but uh, I think I think you have to have what ten um, uh, ten to one ratio, males and females, I believe, right? Something like that. 
How what? do you tell the males from the female? You look underneath the leaf. Oh, okay. Oh, dear. Okay. You know, That's so you have to have male plants and you have to have female plants. Yeah. Hopefully they have, they have both of those there. Are they so making they, this stuff up? No, no, no I wouldn't oh. know if they were. <laughs> so, David, then, what, what, you're going to cover the right varieties for South yes, Texas. Yes, proven and varieties Texas. and maybe some novelty. You know, the this uh, blueberry thing has been a lot of fun. You know, Tiff Blue and then the other ones. Now, it's a very, very specialized crop, but a lot of people have had a lot of fun and success in growing blueberries. So we'll cover a little bit of this and that and entertain And the birds especially question. like them when yeah. you grow them. Yeah. Yeah. David Rodriguez oh, yeah. is uh, our guest. We're talking to him. He's going to be doing the um, the seminar planting, uh, planting fruit trees next Saturday yes. from 10 to 1130. And, David, I, I know you're with the Extension Service. I just don't know your title. I'm afraid I'm going to mess it up. Oh. So. I'm, I'm not, uh, that's why I'm not giving your title. So give your title. County, I apologize. County Extension Agent Horticulture. Okay, County Extension Agent Horticulture. With yes. the bear. Can we ask David another question on the? David, can they ask you another question? Rodeo. Yeah, What's happening on the rodeo? Oh dear. Uh, uh well, you know, with the unfortunate with the spike of um, this, uh, you know, this week, you know, it's forty percent. It's some of the highest. Uh, numbers we have and uh so we we were very excited you know back before the weather and the, the spike of covid was really decreasing close to thanksgiving and we were getting all excited and all yeah. that good stuff and, and i remember you know, where that. we're at today so we're we've uh, unfortunately uh, the bear county master gardeners the leadership and uh, we've decided uh, not to uh, participate this year and, uh, you know, for the safety of the volunteers, and that's what they decided on, and I understand uh, completely. But we do have the Rodeo Tomato. It's coming to Millburgers and all and all the participating independent nurseries in and around the area. So during the Rodeo and uh, right after Rodeo for Spring Push, uh, the Rodeo Tomato will be out there. So we want to encourage everyone to get a few early, all of the guidelines that we've always had to pot them up and, Size them up and get them ready for March. Uh, spread them out for March planting about 30 days or so. So there is a rodeo tomato that's going to be out in the system there. Can you tell Milton the name of it yet? Um, yes, definitely. Uh, it it starts with a two, <laughs> and it ends it, it ends with a two. Yeah. What, do they train and you then, guys to, to say the same and thing? Then the, and then the middle number is the zero two. Oh, okay. 2022 Rodeo Tomato. I see. And uh, even Jerry was even reluctant to tell us anything specifically other than it was a large tomato. (laughs) He wouldn't even tell us uh, if it was red. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's Well, last year it was Ruby Crush. Right. And uh, we we encourage everyone, which is a small fruited uh, grape-like teardrop tomato, to compare that to the BH968 tomato, but you know that BH968 tomato, finding seed and the cost of that seed is so expensive, so there's not too mm. many growers growing it. So we decided that, you know, we've been looking at this Ruby Crush. So hopefully everyone, if they didn't do a comparison last year, they'll do it one this year and compare both of them because Ruby Crush is a good tomato, uh, just like 968. But um, we're, we're always looking for... Working with Dr. Stein, Dr. Parsons, and you know, we're tomatoes that are we can find the seed, and hopefully they're on the market for at least three years, five years. We hope <laughs> available, 
Um, and it's getting limited, limited at getting these varieties from these seed vendors. It's getting harder and harder. And yeah. And uh, so it's a it's a medium to large fruited tomato. Um, it's a good disease uh, resistant package, good sugar to acid ratio, and uh, hopefully everyone tries it as they would try uh, Tycoon and Valley Cat and and Celebrity and uh, and see how it performs with the other a traditional medium to large type varieties out there. Yeah, red, red snapper. You didn't mention red snapper. Red snapper. The fish. The fish, the fish tomato. Yeah. Did, you know. I missed it. Did we get a name? Or is it still? No. A, no it's yeah, still twenty twenty two rodeo tomato. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Apparently, it is red. We know it's red, and it's big. It's, it's hard for us to, to write about it if we don't know a name. Yeah, that's I'll a good point. You, I'll try to send you some uh, stuff on it uh, tomorrow. That's what Calvin did. I remember now. Yeah. On Tycoon. Oh. Didn't he write an article about it before everyone got to... Your article came out just Well, because, yeah, was Jerry right? was playing, playing dumb on it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> playing? We were trying to remember. The Tycoon sure has been popular. <laughs> and the good news on when that it comes day, to being dumb, like, Jerry doesn't play around. <laughs> I guess that you, didn't come out right. <laughs> I guess you. I guess you've heard. Or did it? Or yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess you heard that uh, we're going to have Tycoon again this year. Yeah, yeah. That's, Thank yeah. goodness. Yeah, I was getting ready to start my campaign of bad mouthing Tycoon because it wasn't going to be available. Nope, and, nobody believed you uh, anyway. <laughs> I know but it. I, I, I'll tell you one thing. You know, Celebrity this past fall is some of the best I've ever seen Celebrity. Really? Celebrity, unbelievable how it performed huh. this last fall. You know, uh-huh. It's always reliable, but, I mean, just um, yeah. super-duper so amazing this past fall. What varieties fall. did you plant in the children's garden for fall, and what varieties are you going to put in for spring? Um, well, Celebrity is what we planted in the fall, and I was just amazed. How, how many fruit and how much leaf mass and, and the quality and quantity of fruit they had this fall. That's the best looking in the, what, 15, 16 years of me being out there, the best looking tomatoes in the fall that I've ever seen, and they were celebrity. This past year. And where, where can they get the varieties that you, uh, that you plant in there for all the different things? Um, most of what we plant is in correspondence of what the grower is supplying, uh, milk burgers and all the other um, independent nurseries. But we can. Right, but do you have a list of? With. Do you have a list of the which ones you're doing? Uh, I can come up with one. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, I guess I was I was trying to lead him somewhere to the children's blog about um, how to grow it. Well, to grow. since we're transitioning with a new youth gardens coordinator, we haven't really been keeping up on that blog but what trace is referring to is the children's vegetable garden program blog and uh, for home gardeners particularly home gardeners in central and south texas it corresponds with what the kids at the children's garden at the botanical garden plant every spring or fall and kind of gives a guideline of what they plant when and just general maintenance and that corresponds with what the kids are planting uh, the transplants and the plant material are available at Millburgers and the other independent nurseries as well. I, ho- I hope you all are going to allocate a certain number to all the individ- independent nurseries because sometimes Trace doesn't get all the plants that he wants, so I want to make sure he Sometimes has I get some. more. <laughs> the, the early bird gets the first worms. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking to David Rodriguez. I'm still going to get my fax machine working right. Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask one more? He, David, yeah, sure. David probably wants to escape. Well, tell but... him who we're talking to. And you tell him. And why we're talking to him. Uh, Dave, David, can you give us a real yeah, brief okay. brief uh, report on the the uh, community gardens, the the big uh, food bank gardens that you guys are, are? Yeah, and thank you for bringing that up, Calvin. So that's our uh, a Greenies Urban Farm. It's off of Walker Street, real close to the rodeo grounds. That's going. It's a ten acre site. That's going to be the a new home in three years or less, hopefully less, for the. Um, Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service office. So we're going to have an indoor-outdoor setting for classrooms. Uh, we've got a good chunk of money um, dedicated for this uh, project. Uh, Commissioner Tommy Calvert, that's in his precinct, has been a big champion uh, for us for the last six years. So guess what? They, they uh, Last week they started to break ground out there. So uh, um, hopefully we'll get the, some of the buildings built. And our goal here is to have the premier, premier extension urban farm in the nation there. So, you know, doing beekeeping and vegetables and herbs, Texas Superstar plant trials, everything, nutrition, animal husbandry with uh, chickens and rabbits for 4-H uh, <laughs> projects and things like that. So the last uh, year or so with COVID, we've had an acre of it allocated that we've been uh, uh, basically growing vegetables. And this past year we did... Last year we did two um, major harvests. Dr. Larry Stein has been a big, big contributing help with this project. And we've done brought in over 25,000 pounds of, of, for, of fresh vegetables. Uh, and some of it went to um, uh, the San Antonio Food Bank, uh, Catholic Charities, and other entities that they were uh, giving the vegetables away to the uh, folks, excuse me, folks in need. So um, we're not sure at this point with the construction underway if we're going to go forward this spring. But uh, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, since you brought that up too, Calvin, this uh, Friday, Dr. Larry Stein and myself will be driving up to um, a college station. So our group uh, got an extension award for a for this farm for doing this during COVID. Wow. Good work. Well, so. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah we're, right. we're just so blessed to have Dr. Stein uh, well, being able I, to get us where we need to be in this Yeah, in this well, and we got we to, gotta, just like water conservation, we got to mention Millburgers and the industry and all the volunteer gardeners in this community yes. that allow us to get all that kind of stuff done. Yeah. I, li- yes, I like definitely. that you fed hungry people. Yep. That's that's the best part to me. And it's a good well, partnership. Once we, once we get it established, it's going to be uh, indoor classrooms and then just walking outside and, and showing them uh, the best practices from classrooms. No, they did. We didn't mention their uh, cockroaches or anything, for, so I was thinking there could be a place for Jerry over I, there. I didn't hear uh, greenhouse. Did anybody say greenhouse there? Yeah, no. we, should, we should have a greenhouse allocated out there and a laugh house. And uh, hopefully that will be our new uh, home, Dr. Parsons, to do Texas Superstar propagation and stuff like that. Oh, that will be nice. So yeah. that's the goal right there. You know, for years, and you all you, know, for years, the challenge is finding partners and cooperators that do a lot of this. So one of, my, one of our goals is to have as much in-house and on one site 
to be able to do a lot of this stuff. So I think I think it's going to happen. So, All right. So is Jerry going to have his own parking place? Yeah, yes, definitely. A memorial okay. parking place. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> For all the old folks. Oh, there good. we go. <laughs> well, David, thank you for coming on, and we'll maybe we'll get yes, a chance definitely. to talk to you next week too. We'll David see you will next be here Saturday. next Saturday from ten to eleven thirty. By the way, David is very generous. Uh, so if you uh, with his time, so if you uh, uh, still want to talk to him afterwards, uh, if you have other questions, David. Uh, hangs around uh, as long as he can. Yeah, uh, but, when, but for yeah. those of you who can't attend, we'll give you his home address. Oh, I'll, <laughs> let you do, I'll let you do that. <laughs> you can drop by any time, day or night. I'm not sure he's very that generous, <laughs> but he is very generous. So go to MilbergerNursery.com for more information. Thank you, David. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Bye, David. Bye-bye. We're gonna Happy take, New Year. Take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world. We'll be right back on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, 210-308-8867. Mary is on the line. We'll go right to the phone line so she doesn't have to wait any longer. Hi, Mary. Thanks for waiting. How can we help you today? Well, I have something coming up, and it's under Basham Party Pinks. I am wondering if those tiny, tiny little seeds ever, um, you know, uh, root. I, I haven't, I haven't noticed this in, you know, smaller. Uh, I have two smaller uh, varieties. One a uh, uh, pale pink and the other one a darker pink but um i have something growing and it will get you know three to four inches before i see it and it's um you know it hasn't of course branched out or anything into multiple trunks but it appears to have the same kind of uh, leaves smaller of course but uh it grows straight up on a stalk yeah. like stem are they attached you to have the any, are they I, attached to the trunk yes of the crab uh-huh. myrtle? they are and it's straight as an arrow okay that's right that, that's just a uh root sprout so to speak uh, uh from the trunk and uh they, they okay just, they generally uh, don't put out roots. Uh, you know they live live off the mother plant, but uh, I ne- I never have uh, tried to get get one to root. You can't. Well, me you either. Can't, I, you, can't you know, t- <laughs> I, with a bashing party pink, you don't need a lot of them. Believe me. Right. Because they really get big. I think you'd be better off uh, letting it get woody and trying to do a cutting maybe in the summer. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't. I don't want them to be trees growing all over. You know, like uh, I've got a couple mountain laurels too, yeah. and um, you know how quickly and easily they root. Oh yeah. Well, if they come up real easily too, if if it rains and. Right. But uh, you know, a bunch of seed. 
I don't want to spend my whole life pulling up things. Uh, and I've got the beds mulched and, and things, you know, like that. And um, I'm having uh, difficulty trying to get in through the African violets I have in one bed that's a brown cover, you know, and mm-hmm. blooms really nicely in the in the winter. But, um, you know, here I am trying to dig those out. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Well, most, you know, most, most people just cut them off as close to the trunk of the mother uh, plant as they can. Now, they might, even if you cut them off, I'm, in fact, I'm looking, looking at the one we've got out here that's doing the same thing. Uh, they have a tendency when you cut them off ne- next to the trunk that they send up more of those the following year. Uh, certain, well, certain, certain now varieties pull, are worse than others. Yeah, these have their roots, their own roots. Okay. Well, but I've if, never seen anything bloom, you know, uh, yeah, like the, I yeah. mean, a root like that from a, uh, you know, yeah. a tiny seed like that. Well, but the, on the yeah. other hand, I have tiny, tiny, tiny little birds that almost look like butterflies way up in the top of it. And it, they cover those trees in the summertime, and especially the one that's kind of over the driveway because yeah. they can see the uh, seeds, you know. Right. But uh, at twilight, you know, where you can't really see what they are, Mm-hmm. And the other night, I had just got through uh, blowing the leaves up in a pile so I could put them in the uh, uh, compost bin. Um, I saw one, and I said, oh, I'm so sorry I didn't see you there. And I thought I must have blown it out of a bush or something, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I went up, and it it. It was so tiny, and I just about got my finger on its feathers. I I felt the feathers as it flew away, but it, you know, I thought it was hurt. And, uh, but if I'd been fast, you know, and and, uh, I just didn't want to injure it after I'd already crippled it, I thought. (laughs) And uh, I just scared it, I guess. But, yeah. uh, I almost touched that, and it had a bright, bright, shiny breast, yellow breast. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know what it was. Not a lesser so, goldfinch. Sounds like a lesser goldfinch, yeah. Look at me, Milton. I know. You're getting so good. Lesser. Lesser. Tiny, tiny, tiny. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very, very See, small. See, that's... They also, they also are attracted to seeds... Did your well, crepe myrtle have this seed? Yes. Probably, yeah. Yes. That's when I see them mostly. You know, it's just when those seed pods are, you know, in the fall. It, yeah. It's not in the dead of winter usually. But well, don't, don't, that call, one, don't, don't call them lesser. They don't like that. Oh, yeah. They don't like Yes, mind. I wouldn't think so, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye, Mary. 
Uh, you take care. Bye bye. Thanks for going. Hi, James Love is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I hope this call is successful because uh, my Wi-Fi is acting up, which is not unusual. So I hope y'all can hear me. Yeah, yeah. I've heard. Uh, just, what, what, uh, 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 what, James? Can you hear us? <laughs> I, I can hear you, Doctor. Okay, speak up. James. Okay, okay. All right. Can you hear? I, got, I can don't hear, you hear us now. <laughs> don't encourage them, James. I love to do that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> What's up? Hey, listen. Two things. Um, even though I, I live outside Bear County and I'm not a master gardener, I was able to sit in on their program this couple of days ago, and I would think she announced the rodeo tomato, and it sounds like it's going to be a good one. Uh, when is that going to be available at Millburgers? I don't want to say the name because I don't know if it's correct or not. I'm no. assuming it is what they announced. Yeah. Probably but, not. Fe- they uh-huh. they generally become available pretty too early, the plant, but February. Sometime in February they'll show up. Yeah, well, I, I pot them up, as y'all have recommended, for yeah. many, many years. So I, yeah. as soon as I can find them, uh, I'd like to get a couple at least and pot them up, get them ready okay. to go. So, yeah, okay, there's so all... Think- there's you a, think in I'll, a week or so they'll be ready to trace say? I didn't get to well, listen to the whole show today. Yeah, I talked. Yeah, well, I talked to the grower uh, last week, and uh, I guess it's this week now or last week. Anyway, uh, they put the seedlings in uh, their larger containers on Monday, so it's going to take them a while, and depending on uh, how sunny it is. Oh, the it's weather, gonna, yeah. It's, it's going to be uh, after the 1st of February. Okay, yeah, it's going to be cool, I think, for the next couple of weeks. Right, okay. yeah, cold and yeah, cool every, and cloudy. Yeah, everything's just getting later, it seems like. That snowstorm, just uh, the after effects, you know, a year later almost, we're all still feeling it. Yeah, uh, mentally, we're still feeling it. Yeah. A second question, um... I've grown tomato from seed years ago and was successful. It was just a project I did, and I grew them in a windowsill, and I think they were early girl, if I remember right. This was at yeah. least 10 years yeah, that, ago. 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, and I did good. So what I did, I saved some pepper seed from um, a, year, uh, a year fall ago and um, had them in an envelope. So I sowed them, and the first, first one sprouted two days ago. And I looked this morning, and three more are peeking out. And yeah. I put them in a little – I bought one of those seed-starting trays, those little cheap uh, disposable ones, I guess. Okay. And my question is, I don't have any of uh, the materials. I, I germinate them, if you will, so far on top of my um, stand-up chest freezer. Not chest, but stand-up freezer because it's warm yeah. on top. And now that they've sprouted, and where I remember growing those tomatoes, I got one south window. Um, do you think that's going to be – I don't – I don't have any grow lights. Is that going to be enough light, you think, to start these pepper plants, or am I just to, wasting to my time? Them, but, uh, start them, but they're, they're yeah, declining. They'll, they'll get uh, long and leggy if you don't uh, have when a grow it, when light. The temperature warms up enough uh, during the day, uh, put them in a south exposure, sunny location, and then you'd have to move them back in at night. Okay. Well, I'm just talking about in the next couple of weeks before I take them outside. Um, oh, okay. If I put them in that window, are they going to get real too leggy to, to mess with? That's that's my concern at this point. 
you're two you're two weeks. You don't want to go much longer than that, for sure. Yeah, that's okay. that's uh, most people. <laughs> uh, I, I laughingly tell people uh, that's the way uh, uh, sprout production got started because mm. uh, <laughs> they would they would grow to try to grow tomatoes and peppers and things in the house, and they would elongate into basically sprouts. Right. And, and then people would either throw them away or eat them in salads. But uh, okay. uh, uh but the uh they they've got to have that uh light intensity. Now if you had a grow light, uh, uh we we talk about if you're using a grow light on an indoor uh transplant seedling you keep that grow light about an inch uh, or real close to the top of the growing plant, growing seed. Because right. so, uh, light uh, and heat uh, stunts it. I mean, it just slows the growth down so it doesn't get long and leggy. Okay, absent of going out and buying anything, because I really don't want to do that, because I've got enough, I've got enough projects going. This was just something out of curiosity. I want to try. If I put these little plants under a, say, a desk lamp that has an LED bulb, would that work? Not, not if you put it under there for very long. But I mean, you, may, you if you can keep it close to the top of the little plant. Can't, you can't do what Jerry suggested and take it out during the day. You know, go, go a week and then the second week try to take it out. Doesn't take them long to get skin, get leggy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me fool with it. I'm already halfway into this project. It, it may be a bust, but <laughs> I'm going to see what happens. Yeah. Good luck. Don't All right. Try. Thank you. Go ahead. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break and come back in a moment. Uh, we have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. Everybody, oh, Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? My friends all drive Porsches. I must make amends. Worked hard all my lifetime, no help from my friends. So, oh, Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? And welcome that back Ms. to Millburg. That's, that's not, that's no, it. that's Janice Joplin. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, man. <laughs> 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. January birthdays. Uh, her birthday uh, was... Uh, uh, January nineteenth, nineteen forty-three. So, uh, anyway, I was playing that. So, hey, uh, Ken, I uh, she's dead. I know. It's, <laughs> <laughs> that was a big news story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, Ken, I think to answer your question without getting into too much detail, uh, your best bet is probably to call Spider-Man Pest Control. I think they'll they'll kind of give you an evaluation of what will work and what won't work. And uh, they do do that kind of stuff. So, but they'll also tell you, yeah, we've we've tried it and it's not, we haven't had a lot of success. Or, yep, we've tried it and it works great. Here's what we'd recommend. 
So uh, GhostSpiderManPest.com is the website, but the phone number is 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721. And they'll, uh, I, I think you'll like, I think it's a good place to start because uh, they'll also, if they don't do it, they'll, They'll steer you in the right direction. Give you, they give you a lot of information. Yeah. They and sure what will. is this person calling about? I must have blacked they, out. They, they want an organic uh, uh, insect control for their yard. Oh, okay. So uh, Spider-Man will help you out with that. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of the show. I have All, right. a ca- a All the lines are open so you can call us. Oh, good. You got lines open? We have uh, one line open. One line open? Yeah. Okay. At least. I had a question for Calvin. And is this week in the garden. It said, crested titmice. Did I say that right? Titmice? Yeah. <laughs> Carolina chickadees, downy woodpeckers, and Carolina wrens. All use nest boxes to raise their young. Put the nest box in place now to increase the likelihood that the birds will use the houses. Now, th- those nest boxes, is that the same thing as uh, they use for bluebirds? Well, they're, sim- that what you're they're similar. Yeah, the, the, the holes, uh, the entry holes are small. Are, are, Different sizes, yeah, yeah, for for each of the the birds. But you'll get quite often you'll get uh, a bird. You know, if you is designed for a tree swallow, mm-hmm. and you'll get one of the others sometimes too. <laughs> and uh, did I, yeah, here in this area, I, I, I was always amazed when I I was giving some presentations up there in the New Braunfels area, and you just go north of uh, San Antonio up there, and they had blueberry, bluebirds nesting er- everywhere Is that in their houses. Right? Yeah. And I hadn't I hadn't seen a, a lot of bluebirds uh, <laughs> in, in quite a while since I'd been out there in East Texas. You know, that freeze killed a lot of them in those boxes. That's what I've heard. That's what Frozen. I've heard. Yeah. Greg Grant was reporting in ah. on that. He got a lot of bluebird boxes around his house. But I was just wondering, will a sparrow get in those things? Yeah, they will. If they, uh, the a lot of times the the size of the, the hole. Uh, entry hole yeah. will make a difference and will discourage them. Mm. Or uh, they also have some little sometimes mechanisms like little tunnels and things like that. So oh, you can, okay. You can do some exploration. Uh, how you want to proceed, but uh, generally, yeah, the English. But I don't ever remember seeing sparrows in bluebird boxes, and those have pretty good size holes. Yeah. Uh, I was I trying. To, I was trying to remember. I think I've seen. Depends on the, the bluebird house. Yeah. But anyway, that's a, that's a good way to do it. And there's uh, those nest boxes. Yeah, a lot of information on the. And the internet, and of course, lots of uh, resource books. Everywhere. Yeah, a lot of times they'll uh, have have kids put them together, make them and put them together, yeah. and use them in their own yard. Home Depot and some of those folks used to when we did the 
uh, programs. Yeah, uh, Mitchell, Mitchell Lake. Lake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they'd come out and yeah. they could build them right there. Yeah, Did, how, hasn't there been reports that uh, the people putting up these bluebird boxes saved the bluebirds' uh, population or increased it? Significantly, I think they they've they've certainly had areas where where the the bluebird populations grew back to higher yeah. levels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, and if you got the bluebird houses out there, they're so much easy. They're pretty easy to see the <laughs> the bluebirds and the and them raising the young. Oh yeah, those are, those bluebirds are beautiful. And they're yeah, they get pretty tame. Yeah. Uh, we have. <laughs> well, before you go to our next question, huh? We got Marty on the line. Okay, got a question about something. Did he sneak in on that one line we had available? <laughs> he did. He got. The, he grabbed up that one line okay. that we had available. <laughs> Marty, what's <laughs> going <laughs> on? How you doing, sir? Right, I don't I, know if you're going to get an answer to your question or not. They're kind of tight-lipped about all this. I don't know why. Okay, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. Okay. Uh, I was wondering uh, on the new rodeo tomato. Uh, two, is it going to be determinate or, not, or what's the term? It's going to be semi-determinate. 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 Well, okay. in, the, in the catalog, it's lay, listed as determinate, uh, but I, okay. I don't. I don't think we've had but one tomato that we put on the market that was listed as determinate. Determinate is really smaller growing. Ruby Crush was, wasn't it? It was one of those. Yeah, I guess it was Ruby Crush. Crush. Was listed as determinant. Okay. So is it going to be along the lines of a Ruby Crush? No, no. It's going to be a large fruited plant and uh, okay. se- semi-determinant as far as foliage is concerned. Yeah. Well, that's what Jerry, oh, okay. is, Jerry is saying that he, yeah. he, he's, he's not sure says. it's a... Uh, the okay. definition that may not meet the definition of determinate, but for sure it'll be semi-determinate. Yeah, there you go. Okay, that's good. And also one other question. Is it going to be disease-resistant? Uh, yeah, it's got a pretty good disease package. Uh, I was disappointed that it wasn't nematode-resistant. So oh, those okay. of us who have had problems with nematodes in the soil... Uh, you're going to have to stick with uh, uh, or Tycoon, which, right. are, uh, according to the producers, are going to be the first tomatoes on the market, one of the okay. first tomatoes on the market. And uh, Celebrity. Uh, celebrity and... Uh, Valley, Valley Cat. Uh, Valley Cat. Our, uh, good for you. VHN968. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I usually know, uh, don't get the valley. Usually, cat. I can't remember yeah, the other valley cat. <laughs> that cold weather stimulating you. I know Johnson uh, City Joe is going to be happy that celebrities will be back in the running. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a yeah, uh, message, uh, uh, an email from a fella uh, about uh, three weeks ago, and the, right. he was saying that he'd seen a advertisement for a celebrity, a super celebrity. And uh-huh. I had I hadn't had a chance to uh, go and read about it, but uh, it, sa- it sounds like <laughs> the breeders are going back and using 
the celebrity genes and trying to even improve it. Hmm. Wow. But but uh, we we got our tycoon back, which is oh, we're, we're great. I'm so glad to hear that. Me too. Yeah, a lot of people are probably I'm very glad. It saved okay. me having to bad mouth it because we didn't have any seeds. <laughs> I thought I, that I, came I, naturally. Yeah, we, we all did. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I didn't have much luck with that, did I, Memphis? That, that no. campaign. No. That didn't work out as well as you wanted it to. I love that guy. No, we, we, don't, we, don't want to, we don't want to make the, the weatherman from Channel 12 mad either. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget that guy in the barber shop in Leon Valley. I was getting a haircut, and he came in, and he recognized me and wanted to know about that tycoon tomato. I said, that thing, is, I, I, do you like the taste of that? You know, and I gave him the, it's, you know, and the, the vine's not very nice, and uh, it just doesn't have as many tomatoes as we, we wanted to have. And he looked at me and said, after a pause, said, but I like tycoon. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so I said, oh. <laughs> well, thank you guys for the great info. I really do thank appreciate it. Thank you, Marty. It. You take care. Y'all take care. Happy you. New Year, Marty. Bye-bye. Yeah. Hey, y'all take care. Bye-bye. All right. 210-308-8867. Just a few minutes left. What else you got going on? Uh, I got Calvin's uh, last This Week in the Garden. He says, to encourage the lawn and to improve its performance, aerate and top dress it with compost. The aeration opens channels for the organic material to penetrate to the roots for gas exchange. I didn't know gas uh, roots past gas. Apparently so. Can you hear him doing that? No, we never heard it. What no, if you, what that's because we do with fire ants there. We yeah. don't dare, <laughs> okay. dare lay down and fall asleep <laughs> on the lawn like you can I, other I places. I bet you could hear it. Uh, nutrient efficiency, if efficient drainage, and reduction of compaction. That's right. I think that's probably about the only way. To, we have lots of people that have been calling us for years talking about they've got a got an error in their lawn where the dogs have been running or cats <laughs> believe it or not a cat can make a trail really through the yard oh i didn't know that deer and oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah deer for sure and they compact that soil and you it slows down or eliminates the grass growth over those trails, that's why they get they keep you the animals keep using those trails. So if you want to get rid of one of those trails, you'd have to aerate it. There's no chemical you could put on it or anything else, but uh, you'd have to aerate it. And if you need if if advice or information on that, Milton will be glad to show you how to operate. An aerator. But I can only do it on Calvin's lawn. Oh, okay. So, uh, well, maybe we could set up a deal. Yeah, we'll just do a training over there. Yeah. 
You still got that in that uh, irrigation irrigation system? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy, electrical lines <laughs> out there. Yeah. Yeah, just in case I come back. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, the, uh, you know the uh, lawn dressing thing started here in San Antonio by uh, Malcolm Beck, mm-hmm. and uh, I always ask Malcolm, which. When is the best time to put compost on the lawn? And he said, well, the best time to do it is when nature does it, which is now. In some yards that keep their leaves. Are you getting any color on your red oak? Yeah. Yeah. Most of the leaves have fallen. Oh, have they? Okay. But But I'm seeing a lot more of the red oaks, I think, around the the city. Those leaves are moving around, Matthew. Oh, they're moving like toward your neighbor's house. Yeah, isn't that odd? They sure like. They'd rather be over at your neighbor's than in your yard. I don't know what the deal is. Ah, It's weird. (laughs) All right, we just got about a minute left. Uh, Anything you want to bring up? Otherwise, I'm going to bring up the blood drive and David for next week. Okay, go ahead. All right, so let me remind you, David Rodriguez, who we interviewed at the top of the hour, will be here from uh, next uh, Saturday from 10 to 11:30. Speaking on planting fruit trees, if you've ever wondered about that, if the weather is a little cold, that's okay. They'll put David in the greenhouse, and you can. Uh, it'll be nice and warm and toasty in there, and you can see him in there. And then, of course, from 10 to 3, we have the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. Millburgers is a site for one of those blood drives that's happening around San Antonio. The city of San Antonio and the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center have declared a blood emergency. Uh, all you've got to do is Google blood supply in San Antonio, and you'll see the stories, and it's pretty serious. So uh, go to MillburgerNursery.com or South Texas Blood and Tissue Center to make an appointment or just come on by next Saturday between 10 and 3. On the behalf of the docs, thanks to Al doing a great job uh, getting everybody on the air and managing everything, and thanks to you, of course, for listening. I'm Milton Glick. We'll see you next Saturday on 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.